There we go. Amazing. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the MaxUp video podcast. If you are listening to us on uh, Spotify or Google or any other channel today, uh, please make sure to come back later to uh, view our presenter on YouTube or Facebook because Todor is not just brilliant. He is such a beautiful dude. Hi, Todor. Wow. wow. We will. Hey, Anna. How's everything Hi. going? really good and i'm so honored that she took the time uh, i really appreciate it and i i know i always uh, say this i don't want to talk about your background uh we're a few minutes early so i would love it if you can start and just tell the viewers a bit about yourself uh how you got in the industry and more importantly like what you focus on now and what's your superpower okay so not that much about the background huh um, all right. So basically how I got into the industry and how me and you actually met is uh, because I started selling on Amazon uh, probably a little bit after Jeff Bezos started selling himself. So I've, I've been a very early adopter of the Amazon third party seller platform. Um, after that, I built uh, an agency that offers like uh, Amazon focused uh, services to brands that want to grow on Amazon. So this is what my background has been all about. You know, this is why uh, this is why people from the e-com industry know me right now. I'm shifting uh, my focus a little bit. I guess that, you know, I, I got too tired of the e-com game. I mean, I still love it. I still have the agency, but I have like a lot of uh, sort of uh, high position management staff that takes care of it. Everything is super streamlined. So it started getting boring for me to like do the day to day stuff. And I got really fascinated by the whole, you know, I I've been in like the whole Web3 slash blockchain uh, tech stuff that's been happening around us. Yeah. So. I've been a, a quite an early adopter whenever it comes to crypto, but you know the, the the tech has evolved so much that crypto is like such a small particle of everything now. So um, I started uh, started thinking of how I can get into the creative side of Web three, and uh, it all started with uh, figuring out like with the whole NFT stuff that was going on last year, like the the whole run that the nft guys had you know it caught my attention so i was like hey how can i get into this game but uh as with everything else you know some of us are always too late for the party uh and i had to think of a way because i already got into it i started building our nft project but we needed to find a way to actually stand out from from all the white noise that was caused by all these uh rug pull projects and uh, projects that were simply, you know, not providing enough utility or any utility whatsoever, just selling like all these uh, cool profile picks that people pay like 30, 40, 50 uh, Ethereum for. So, so that's how I got into the, 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 the business of creating the <laughs> next big metaverse. This is, this is my thing now. That's what I've been working on for the last year. And uh, I'm very proud of, uh, of what we've uh, accomplished so far. And hopefully this is going to be like one of, the, one of the good projects of next year. So I'm excited about that. I'm so excited. And honestly, we have uh, a lot of guests. We, uh, I like for our viewers to be able to get topics on everything, not just affiliate marketing. So I, uh, I am probably going to have a few questions that are ignorant because I'm still learning. I was oh. telling you before the podcast, I am so new to everything that's related to the metaverse and NFTs. But we really want to learn more. So as you tell us more about it, I'm going to have a few questions for you. And if you don't mind, we'll take a few questions from the audience as well. Oh, absolutely. I mean, trust me, we're all very new to this. I mean, <laughs> Mark Zuckerberg included. You know, like we're all super new to this meta concept thing. And everybody has a different opinion on it. Everybody has a different take on what it should be and where you should go. So you know, I guess it's like with everything else, with everything that's new and it just starts, you know, we have the freedom to actually, you know, explore it and, and try and put our own angle and trying to include our DNA in the way that this thing is evolving. So 
hopefully we'll get something cool. Amazing. So if you would have to explain the metaverse and NFTs to, to your mom, you're from Eastern Europe. I know my mom is not very tech uh, oriented. So if you'd have to explain the metaverse and NFT to someone that is not, uh, you know, used to our digital world, how would you best explain it? All right. So <laughs> here we Only go. Only questions here. <laughs> so the metaverse to begin with, my opinion on what a metaverse should be in order for it to be you know, interactive enough to keep people engaged and coming back to it, it should actually be like an alternative universe, which is digital, where me being in Bulgaria and Eastern Europe and you being in the States or whenever you're in Romania or, or anywhere in the world, we get connected together and we can hang out in a place, in an environment where we could do things as in real life. So this means... Uh, going to a club, listening to like uh, cool DJs playing some sets. Of course, I, I don't think anybody's figured out the alcohol drinking thing in the metaverse yet. So that's still yet, yet. to come. Yet. yet. <laughs> um, we can go to events such as Affiliate World or Kinza or all the events that me and you have met through the years. Um, these events could be phenomenal. They, they can be a lot more interactive in terms of the entertainment that you can provide in a metaverse that this means that you can actually have like i'll show you like a little bit later uh our take of what a presentation hall could look like in the metaverse where where it could be super futuristic it, you could have like the presentations going up in holograms around the people's heads and like in a much more interactive way for people to enjoy a presentation that they can do right now uh also uh, they should have the opportunity to make and lose money in the metaverse so this is why in our metaverse we are introducing first of all like the lowest hanging fruit that we're starting with is going to be like a metaverse casino which is going to be integrated in our metaverse with the mvp starting uh there's um a lot of we're we're uh, putting a lot of effort into creating a lot of micro games which people can play together like even the simplest games like chess or uh, you know, like checkers or going up to jet ski racing and, and shooting games and stuff like that, that you could actually play within the ecosystem which we're creating and having the opportunity to bet against each other. So so you're going to be able to, to say, OK, Total, let's uh, put your money where your mouth is. Let's play chess. Here's my hundred dollars. Put your hundred dollars here and let's play some chess together or poker or whatever it is. So a lot of micro games. Uh, which would be entertaining and fun, as well as the events that I've already mentioned, which are going to be like educational, like Affiliate World, Kinza and all those, and entertaining such as live music events, DJ parties and stuff like that. Then we have the opportunity for digital creators to create and sell their art. Oh, that's my dog, by the way. <laughs> well, that's always a plus. Oh. What, the dog? Yes. Are you the kidding? The dog is always a plus. It always it's you, you want to earn uh, affection in affiliate marketing, just supposed to be that, that is true in any marketing. We it. need it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, so uh, we want to give the digital creators an opportunity to create like digital items like clothing and mm -hmm. uh, accessories for your avatars and the metaverse, which they can have their own shops inside where they can sell their their products. And now there's this term that everybody's using called digital products, which means uh, a crossover between physical and digital products. So what that means is actually getting a pair of Nike shoes, which you get for your avatar, but they also arrive in your post and you actually have the same pair to wear outside of the metaverse. So it's like creating a crossover between the... Mm -hmm. Uh, between the two worlds. This is what we are aiming to create. So, um, yeah, a lot of opportunities. And this is what a metaverse means to me. Now, how you enter the metaverse is maybe what my grandma would ask me. And, and yeah. how, you know, where, <laughs> where is it? Like, uh, where where's the door? So... <laughs> All of our uh, the the platform that we are creating in terms of metaverse will be will be cross platform, meaning that you will be able to use it on your phone, 
on your computer. You would be able to enter from everywhere. And hopefully in two years, we're going to be fully VR compatible. So you would be able to use your uh, Oculus headset to, um, to, to, to enter as well. Okay. He's very Amazing. noisy. Whenever Amazing. He so my question is, how do we monetize it, right? So everything that you explained, I think we can monetize each part of that individually, right? I mean, we would have the designers that create the um, clothing for your avatars, right? Uh, conferences in our space could use the metaverse for digital meetings, right? Absolutely. What about you guys? You guys, do you guys create besides the mini games? Tell us more. So, so we are we have about ten different revenue streams that we've thought about so far. Mm -hmm. Of course, one of them is the casino that I already mentioned. The casino we are teaming yeah. up with a, a pretty big uh, casino gaming company called uh, Blue Ocean Gaming. They actually provide all the gamifications and all the uh, the for all the slot machines, the algorithms for the roulette, the algorithms for the blackjack, uh, and. What we are doing is we're building the virtual casino where we have the slot machines and they have with API integration of the actual uh, online casino slot machines. Wow. So at that level, we are working on a revenue share with the casino game providers. So what we could do is this is wow. only one company, but we can actually build wow. separate casinos for every casino gaming company that's online, that's in online casinos right now. So they can have their own building we can offer them like entertainment. We could just build like a virtual Las Vegas, if you want, where everybody is going to have like these companies will have their own casinos. Every casino is going to have, you know, um, stars that, that come and perform there. Um, we can have like different kinds of shows, live events, fashion shows, all kinds of things like this happening in the casinos in order to draw in more people to play and sort of entertain at the same time. Uh, another way of, uh, of monetizing this whole thing is, of course, because we're going to be using uh, our own uh, token. So we're going to have like a small transaction fee between every transaction that takes place within the ecosystem. Of course, we're going to use like the Amazon model whenever it comes to um, uh, the, the creators creating their clothing and, and other NFTs that are going to be used within the NFT within the the metaverse these nfts could be anything by the way from um from clothing like a t-shirt they could be an actual vehicle they could be a building that people can purchase mm -hmm. and put on their plot of land in our metaverse there's unlimited opportunities for that uh of course advertising let's not uh forget about that you know you right. know you know how much we love that word so uh, we are going to have a whole advertisement network within the metaverse where um, where people would be able to display their ads on like billboards that they walk by or in much more interactive uh, uh, interactive ways like holograms that are going to be spilling in the air and uh, really cool stuff like that. I mean, but the, the, is everyone, my question, my question yeah. and again, it might be ignorant, but I, I can imagine a lot of people are thinking it if I am. Are we going to have just one metaverse or there are going to be different metaverses, right? I'm asking because is everyone going to log into the same metaverse where we can do everything we want or there are separate metaverses depending on the industry maybe? Well, right now there's different platforms that are fighting for it. I mean, the ones that are out right now, like Decentraland and Sandbox <laughs> are super super bad i mean the the only reason that people are talking about them is just because they were first i mean the central land literally gives me panic attacks whenever i have to spend there more than 10 minutes and that's i do that you know for research purposes you know but it's it's super super bad graphics super laggy it, it, it's not what you'd expect to call a metaverse i mean for me the metaverse should be Super immersive, beautiful, a lot better than the reality because, I mean, let's face it, a lot of people are living in a uh, not the best reality they can imagine because I had a, I had a, you know, I had a, a conversation with my friend, uh, you, you know, I'm Jason Akative, you know, from A4D. Uh, so me and Jason were like, we're sitting on, on, on his boat in Croatia and he's like, so tell me, why the hell would I need a, a metaverse, you know, like, look at this. 
I'm like, dude, how many people do you think can afford to be on a boat like this in, in Croatia right now? You know, there's people that, 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 that they're like living in these huge megapolises that there are like 20 million people that they want to get in their tiny apartment and just have like some time to see something beautiful and something that it's outside of their reality, something that is going to boost some dopamine production in their brains because what they're surrounded with and what they can afford right now is not being here with us or next to us or something like that. So, so it's really a way of creating a, a really beautiful atmosphere for people to enjoy. That's, that's my plan at least. And, and you'll see later whenever I show you the videos uh, our metaverse is built in a way that it, it looks like one of those AAA gamings where you have like an immersive feeling, like the vegetation is like super realistic. The way that the sun goes through uh, the the leaves of the flowers and the um, <laughs> and the and the palm trees is just beautiful. We have like a sunrise that the times the time that that passes in the metaverse is realistic. So you get a sunrise, you get a sunset. You have like every hour of the day, you get like rain, you get uh, sunshine, you get clouds, you get fogs. It's, it's super realistic and immersive. This is what I'm saying. And whether there's going to be one or there's going to be many right now, there is many. I think that people always sort of um, go to Meta, which is the new name for Facebook, and, and say, well, yeah, this is the metaverse. Well, it's not the metaverse. It's right. it's what Zach, uh, Mark Zuckerberg uh, called it. <laughs> they are building one of the metaverses, but who is going to dominate? Who is going to bring the best experience? It's still too early to say. And you know, I'm sure that uh, you know, back in our time, we had VHS and Betamax, whatever it came to VCRs. And <laughs> even though a lot of us thought that uh, you know Betamax is the better one, VHS ended up dominating. So absolutely, we don't know yet it's uh, there's many. There's not one. It's still to come. Which one is going to be the best? Uh, our main focus would be to bring like-minded people to the metaverse where they can connect, they can network, they can discuss things that they're interested in. They can have, uh, you know, they can have access to uh, to other people that, that, that you know, want to sort of advance themselves in the same Web3 area. Now, we touched upon the NFTs. Maybe we should sort of, you know... Uh, say a few words about the nfts as well yes so, yes please i'm gonna try and explain to my grandma again like what <laughs> nfts are because it's Perfect. it's you know it's a, it's a difficult concept mm -hmm. but what it essentially is it's a, it's a it's a piece of information that goes on the blockchain and it cannot be manipulated as a lot of the things that go onto the blockchain so these pieces of information can be art, like they started, you know, like all these art projects were like nice pieces of arts, unique pieces of arts, which, which people buy and, and then they become their owners. So this is pretty cool, meaning that, you know, they, they purchase a, a certain piece of art and they have the intellectual property to use that as they will because it's validated that it's there, theirs on the blockchain. Um, a lot of speculation went into this market, as with a lot of things. I think that uh, I think that this phase of the NFTs is over. So NFTs that just look cool, and if you have them, you put them on your profile picture on Instagram, and you become a part of some sort of you know community. I think mm -hmm. that you know more or less we've seen the end of this era, but uh, we haven't even scratched the tip of the iceberg yet. Whenever it comes to the NFT technology, to me. At some point, NFTs are going to become, um, you know, your your car ownership document will be an NFT. Your your house ownership document will be an NFT. Your driving license will be an NFT. It's Amazing. it's a piece of information that it's yours and it's validated that it's yours. And some of them, like your driving license, will be non-transferable NFTs. These are NFTs that are allocated to your wallet and you cannot transfer them. But others like your car, you can obviously sell your car and you can use like the NFT would be the, the transfer ship document that you're going to uh, sort of part with whenever you part with the car. Um, so for our projects, what, what NFTs mean for our project, okay? Uh, in our project, the NFTs 
are going to be we have uh for the meta savages we've uh, we've created 10 different characters which have 1000 unique variations each so that means we have 10000 nfts unique nfts okay. so by purchasing by purchasing one of those nfts uh first of all you get a character which you can use in the metaverse as your avatar this is going to be pretty cool by the way next i'll play a, a video that we've created from the gameplay within the casino because that way you will be able to see some of our avatars like dancing around and playing, and playing on the casino but so so the nft will give you your avatar it will give you lifetime access to our metaverse and it will give you lifetime free access to all of the events that are happening uh, on our metaverse island plus you're going to get like additional like uh, airdrops whenever we introduce the token you're going to get airdrops for vehicles and stuff like that whenever they're getting introduced so our 10,000 nfts are going to be like the ultra vip club of the metaverse but then we're going to have other nfts which provide you access like you have an nft so mm -hmm. Let's go back to this. How do we enter the metaverse? Okay. Mm -hmm. In order to enter our metaverse, you're going to use, as I told you, apps for your Android or for your iPhone or for Windows or for Mac. We're going to have like separate uh, applications that are going to that, that are going to be used uh, in order to enter the metaverse. But another thing that's going to be happening is upon entry, the system will validate whether you own an NFT which grants you access to the metaverse. So if you buy one of those 10,000 NFTs, those are like the ultra VIP NFTs. As I told you, you're going to have lifetime access to it. But because we are aiming to have over, let's say, 100,000 active users, we want, we, want, uh, we want to actually provide people with limited access NFTs, which means that that NFT will grant you access for a month, for three months, or for one year. And they're not going to be assigned to uh, any sort of characters or avatars that you're going to get a generic avatar that you can sort of pimp out in the shop with clothing and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. You can personalize, personalize it yourself, but they will still give you access. But in order to come into the metaverse to begin with, you will need to have an NFT which validates your right to be in the metaverse. So that's another way of actually monetizing the whole thing when, whenever we come to it. Mm -hmm. We're going to be selling those NFTs and we're going we're gonna to offer you know, the monthly, uh, uh, quarterly or yearly subscriptions to it. And we're going to have NFTs which are going to be particularly faced at some event. Let's say we have... Tony Robbins come to speak in our metaverse. Then we're going to be selling like uh, NFT tickets for people to come into our metaverse and listen and experience Tony Robbins in the metaverse. So, you know, there's going to be like events like this as well. So, yeah, that's what the NFTs are going to be. And NFTs, as I said, as pieces of art, they're also going to be every piece of clothing that your avatar wears is going to be an NFT, which you can actually sell within the platform so you can i can sell if we're both in the metaverse i can sell you my t-shirt and you can wear it in the metaverse because i'm going to transfer that nft of the t-shirt to you so yeah I mean, that's yeah do you mind if we take a few questions sure. uh i'm, I'm going to read them out loud just because some of our viewers uh prefer to listen uh, on spotify or google yeah, so yeah, go ahead. um let's start with this beautiful okay so first one, I'm going to start with the NFTs ones. I have a burning question. What are the main problems that NFTs solve? Are there solutions to di digital scarcity? So the NFTs solve a problem, which is, first of all, I think it's to do with, um, you know, getting access to things like tickets and the ticketing system is very old for me. And it could be, it could be fraudulent. It could be lied to. It could be manipulated in many ways. Yeah. NFTs are something that that are that that is a, a unique piece of code that's carried on on the blockchain, and it cannot be manipulated. If you have it, it's there. It cannot be touched because it's validated throughout a vast network on the blockchain, which means that my computer, your computer, 
all of the computers, well, most of the computers that are participating at this in the world are validating the authenticity of this particular piece of code and information. So you could be a lot more sure in whatever you're buying that it's going to be 100% genuine in terms of like, uh, like the authenticity element. So to me, this is, this is huge. Like being part on, of the blockchain, I think this is the main benefit for it because it's, uh, it's, it's validated through thousands of sources and it cannot be manipulated by one source. Incredible. The next question is really good. Uh, I mean, I think you replied uh, in a sense. Uh, uh, hey, Todor, quick question. Seeing some NFTs being very expensive, uh, what are the features that make them so valuable? So one of the features, obviously, you explained sometimes is to gain access to uh, a cool metaverse where you can get a lot of information. Any other features that maybe we're not thinking of? So this is the utility element. This is what a lot of those NFTs have been lacking. And a lot of super expensive NFTs do not have any utility behind them. And this is why a lot of these projects really crashed because mm -hmm. they were only riding the wave of uh, speculation. And that is the only reason why they became so expensive. They do not have the utility to back them. And this is why we decided to create the utility, we, our NFTs are not up for sale yet. We decided to create the utility first and then sell the utilities just so we have, Amazing. you know, the reason for people to buy an NFT and then use it the next day. Because a lot of these people were promised a lot of things, you know, they were promised metaverses. They were promised a lot of things that never will and never would have happened in the first place. So a lot of people got lied to. And that's the problem with it. This is like, this is why a lot of the NFTs overall got a bad name so a lot of these expensive nfts i wouldn't say that that them being expensive is um you know the 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 reason why uh, they're expensive is because they have this phenomenal utility most of the nfts you just gain access to a community which you know could have a lot of value for a lot of people i'm not saying it doesn't but most of those communities only thrive on platforms like discord or or Twitter or Telegram, where they have like these closed communities where where people can communicate, and you know, as with a lot of uh, as with a lot of uh, you know live clubs and stuff like that, membership in those clubs is very expensive. So so basically, this is the utility that they bring. But right now, there's very cool examples of how those uh, those NFTs might work, where you get an NFT with which. For instance, if you get like um, there's a, there's a few guys that I met. Uh, I was uh, a speaker, well, a moderator of a few panels at the Philippine Blockchain Week. So oh. I met uh, the guys from uh, Food Fighters who are actually running the uh, Board and Hungry franchise, which is the official Board Apes, uh, you know, food franchise, which are amazing burgers, really, really cool guys. So with the Food Fighters NFT, what you get is you get, you know, uh, I think it's like uh, one meal every month for free. So wow. you hold their NFT and it's like unlimited forever, one meal every month. You go and get it for free with your NFT, you know. So you gain access to cool things like this. I think like Starbucks launched their NFT platform uh, the other week. There's going to be a lot of like club related benefit related things that are going to go with an nft which which sort of prove or showcase that you're part of some sort of community you know like connected to your favorite brand or that's giving you some perks you get early access to products that are launching or you're getting like special discounts or i mean you know if you're like a louis vuitton fan maybe if you have an nft you get in front of the line because there's always a line of like chinese people like in front of every shop so there's a there's a lot of perks that you can you can get with being an nft holder but those should not come at a high price this is what i'm saying like the the speculation brought a lot of them through the roof so you know i i'm not too sure what uh i completely agree and i was terrified of you giving uh, different advice right but 
I wanted, uh, by the way, guys, I never, uh, you know, ask our speakers questions before the podcast because I want everything to be transparent. Todor can affirm that I did not ask him uh, any of these questions, but it's that's exactly what it is. And I think this kind of replies the next questions we had here about the risk on NFTs, right? The risk is if you just focus on the art aspect, which uh, we were just explained that it doesn't always have a utility, you can be spending a lot of money on something that doesn't have utility right or uh, you can you can uh, obviously add more to that but i think that's the biggest risk to uh, paying money on something that doesn't have any real utility yeah i saw that the the, the people were asking is it a good investment like this uh, this is such a bad question like is anything a good investment right now like this should not in no form or shape be financial advice to anybody. Like I'm not saying this because like we have to say this, but trust right. me, like this is something that I would, you know, in some cases it might be a good investment, but so can like buying a, a piece of land uh, somewhere in, in the desert, it might turn out that it has like oil beneath it or something like that. It's like you can't go on assumptions like this. So my opinion would be buy NFTs which in which you believe that the value they provide in terms of their utility could be beneficial for you. And if they raise in price, then great. And if they drop, so be it. But if you have an actual benefit from the utility that they provide, this is why you should buy like some NFT or become a part of a project that you really like. Stop thinking of this as something that you can like flip it two months later and, and come out like uh, $10,000 rich. The era of easy money is over, unfortunately. So, Amen. you know, think <laughs> we of were, something that, that we discovered. About that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Think of something that's going to give you a, a, a certain benefit from day one. And, you know, if you sell it for more than you bought it for, great. If you don't, you would still get whatever you were after in terms of the... Uh, in terms of the utility that they provide. So that's my advice. I love it. So, so to, to, to like elaborate a little bit on the casino experience, right now what people have in terms of online casinos are like these 2D websites where they go and like they, you know, they can, they can gamble all they want. But like a casino to me has a lot more, a, a bigger social element to it, meaning that, uh, you can go there, you can hang out with friends. So there's like, there's the, 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 the slot machines where you're obviously, you know, like playing uh, on your own, but there's the social games such as blackjack and roulette where a few people sit around the table. So what we did is we have enabled uh, proximity sensors. So this means that if there's five or six of us around the, the, the roulette table, we can all talk to each other because like we've enabled voice. We can all sort of uh, do different movements and have fun and like talk to each other while we play. I think this is a much more immersive experience whenever it comes to a casino than just having like a 2D screen and a 2D roulette like spinning on your on your screen and that's it. So there you could have a lot more fun. You can have the feeling that you're really winning, that you're, you know, people are going to be celebrating with you. You can celebrate with other people that are, you know, that are winning. So I think it's a, it's a pretty cool way of getting people more immersed into into some something cool like that. I can really see that. And, uh, you know, uh, we have so many conferences in Vegas. So I, everyone just has, even if you're not uh, the gambling type, sometimes it's just fun to interact. And I think you hit it uh, spot on when you said the social aspect, right? Yeah. You know, and a lot of people forget just because uh, we afford to travel a lot of people, and when we were kids, we used to call it couch traveling, right? You'd be on yep, your couch, yep. you would turn on the National Geographic, uh, you know, whatever. And it's just, I really, really do understand the concept of the metaverse. And this is still the case for many people around the world. It's, it's it, still the case. I mean, you know, like whatever I was, uh, whenever I was a kid, we weren't allowed to leave Bulgaria, you know? So, so I remember, I remember the first time I had one of those, um, uh, what was it called? These German magazines. I think it was called Neckermann or something like that. Oh, yeah. that had... yeah, those and that to me was mind blowing. I couldn't even imagine that somewhere in the world they have something like this. And because we're, you know, so, so a little 
tech talk about our metaverse. So we're building the metaverse on a platform called Unreal 5. This is a, a gaming engine which is used by some of the top games out there, which wow. is very like uh, this engine is very demanding when it comes to hardware. So you really need like a, a, a really cool uh, gaming PC in order to run everything with the visuals that we're making. But now we have found a solution which is using like the uh, AWS uh, services, which are the Amazon like server solutions, where we can actually stream that and you can move around on any phone, even a phone that's like five years old, you'll be able to go on your phone and experience the whole metaverse that we're creating with the best graphics and you will be able to stream that. The only thing you will need is a good internet connection, which means that people that cannot afford to have all these like high-tech gaming PCs can enjoy the metaverse and its cool graphics with like hanging out with all these people around the world from any point in the world, like from India, from Bangladesh, from Thailand, from, from anywhere. So it's a pretty cool way of uh, getting people together in a way, you know, like people that cannot afford to physically be together with like-minded people, then they can get into the metaverse by just going in with an, a normal, you know, smart device. That's it. I love that. And honestly, I think uh, that's you're actually replying to one of the questions, which was earlier, uh, you were asked, uh, do you think the metaverse will impact our lives in the future? And what will be the main goal? And I think, you know, besides uh, a lot of people being able to retract or relax in a world that they can, they wouldn't afford otherwise, um, the utility aspect of monetizing. Well, we are, we're, we're all thinking about the elephant in the room, right? Like what if the matrix, you know, becomes the, the real deal. And I don't know if, you know, it's, it's possible. Like we are venturing into very, very deep waters here. You know, I mean, you all see what's happening with the artificial intelligence that's being used in order to generate all these Facebook and Instagram images right now. And it's crazy. And this is just like, this is like the, the tip of the iceberg of this tech. Like it is, it's something that's mind blowing. And I don't even think any, any of us can, can imagine how far this could go right now. And does the metaverse uh, cause a concern? For sure. It causes a concern. I mean, I remember whenever I was a kid, I was like maybe like 11, 12 years old. Whenever I got my first Nintendo, like I remember my mom slapping me around to go out and play with the other kids because I was spending too much time on that video game. And now my, my kids are either on their iPads or on their phones all of the time. So is it dangerous? Definitely. Yes, it is. Can it can it really affect like the the true Social interaction between people, yes, it can. Will it? I don't know. But you know, right now we're you know, we're trying to build something because we have like very good intentions of how to use it, but will it evolve to be something monstrous? It could at some point. I mean, the tech is developing so fast that at some point, you know, like maybe social interactions will become will become something of the past, the way that we know them, like the way that we go out and meet them, because I can see time's changing right now you know i mean i used to go out i used to stay in the in the clubs up to early morning we used to go to these places like these after hour places and then there was these <laughs> food places there's none of that left there's no more of these on the streets they're all closed sure. i just sure. go past them i was like oh my god this was a spot where we used to come to after clubs. I like, sorry I said when I was young. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. When, when we I were young, that, so. like the last couple of years, and that's when I realized I crossed a certain age. When you say when yeah. I was young, oh, tell me about it. <laughs> but no, you're right on the social interaction. And, so yeah, uh, metaverse can change things, and will it be for the better? We are yet to see. Like right now, we have very good intentions of bringing people together, having them in, having them learn and interact from each other, without regard what part of the world they're from. And, uh, and, and, you know, a lot of cool things that we, we got in store for this. But, you know, at some point it, it might, you know, become a place which changes uh, the habits of people altogether. I love it. We had a question here on the name of your project. It's, the name uh, of your project again. Yeah, the name of our project is Meta Savages. I saw that they asked if we have a Discord. I think we do, but we have not really started... Uh, 
running marketing. We're not uh, at the phase of community building yet because we are really focused on building the actual metaverse first before we start um, advertising and like running traffic towards uh, towards the, the the idea of the project. We've already got gotten like uh, uh, some uh, pre-seed funding, so we have enough lead run to go without launching the NFTs. So. Uh, so yeah, oh yeah, Virgil, I'm talking about your childhood, man, yours and mine. Yeah. For the for everyone that's not uh, watching us or if you're listening to us on Spotify, uh, a lot of Eastern Europeans are really understanding the the childhood aspect of uh, what Twitter was expecting, uh, and uh, it's it's funny because I always see this big discrepancy when I speak. I'm more Americanized than I want to admit, but when it comes to my childhood, uh, we used to do things differently in Eastern Europe. But now what we're trying to say, this is all changing. No matter where you are in the world, it's really changing. Same as your kids. You you know, you mentioned them being on their tablets. My son has a tablet. He has a phone. Even though I was the type of parent before I had kids that was like, oh, my gosh, screen time. That's oh, going to yeah. be Tell me about it. one yeah, hour yeah, yeah. a day. Yeah, and it's, yeah, you know, yeah. it's now Try I'm and a parent. Enforce that now. It's, uh -huh. impossible. it's impossible. But hey, Anna, we were... We were under the iron curtain here, you know. This is why our childhood was so different. But whenever you say you're Americanized, I moved to the States whenever I was nine years old, you know. So wow. I was yeah, I there remember. even earlier. For me, the shock was the shock was incredible. You know, I moved like exactly whenever communism rule fell in Bulgaria. This is like I moved to the States three months after. And from not knowing what um Coca-Cola and Fanta meant, you know, I went to <laughs> a, a supermarket where they had like uh, Cheerios, Captain Crunch, uh, Tony the Tiger, Count Chocula and stuff like that, that I'd never imagined were possible. So we had very, very difficult, different childhoods for sure than the other half of the world. We did. That's that's incredible. But you know, now we... it's all the same. It doesn't matter where you are. It's all the same. Exactly. It's everywhere. Yeah, exactly. And that's, you know, obviously, as I'm listening to you, I see the benefits and uh, you are right. We don't know how it's going to evolve, especially for our kids and our children. I think us trying to do a good job to at least bring utility in a world where NFTs were just a piece of art. I think that's beautiful and that's awesome. And I really love that you're doing that. And I already, as you were speaking, I was thinking on different ways that we can do that in affiliate marketing, right? I mean, every time we want to do a podcast or a speech or bring on speakers on certain topics, we could be doing that in the metaverse because God yeah. knows affiliates are very private people. They hate to be public about anything. So the metaverse would be such a cool place to have conferences in our space, right? Absolutely. And just think I of how that. interactive it could be. But you know, the cool thing is for the speakers now there's so much new tech. So, for instance, Sony came out with this new piece of technology just five days ago where they give you like you, you put on like uh, I think it's like six or seven sensors on your body. Uh, oh. I think it's one one on your head. So that's like a motion capture that translates your movements live to the metaverse. So we can have live events where every movement that you make every time you put your finger up, your five finger, whatever it is. Every movement of your mouth and face could be replicated within the metaverse to your avatar, which doesn't necessarily need needs to look like you, because that's the, the main thing about the metaverse, right? That everybody be, could be whoever they want to be, you know? It's like Amazing. here, you know, a lot of people want to be like, you know, the, 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 the problems that people have in that aspect. Some of them mm -hmm. want to be, some of them are born guys, want to be women. Some of them are women, want to be guys. There's unlimited possibilities some people are short want to be tall some people are tall want to be short in the metaverse you could build in whoever you want to be you can look however you want to look and that means and, and the fact that you can move in the real world and have your avatar replicate every single movement can you imagine how much this would do in terms of communication? Because right now people are, are telling me, okay, you're building a metaverse, but how is it different than a Zoom call? Well, it's different than a Zoom call because it's much more immersive. Whatever you're in there, whatever every single movement that you make, you can, you can use your body language to actually communicate within the metaverse. This is a game changer. This is like such, a, such an incredible way for people from all over the world can communicate 
throughout uh, through this through this metaverse. So this is this is this is the crazy part. And uh, I'm hoping that you know I'm hoping that we're gonna we're gonna be able to see this very soon because the tech is evolving on a daily basis. I mean, I, I have a I'm I'm into this like fully immersed in this, and I have a hard time tracking all the new things that are coming out every day, which are gonna support the development of the metaverse. So it's crazy. I mean, it's 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 phenomenal. I love it. Do you mind if we take a few more questions? Yes, go ahead. I mean, if uh, okay, people have questions, then it means that they're interested. I know, I know. And if you don't mind, I know as it's still very early in the state. So as people wake up and they're going to have more questions, if you want to take a look at our Facebook page in the next couple of days. Um, oh, sure, sure. I'll try and answer as many as I can. That we, we're not going to know how to answer. Amazing. Okay. So one of the questions earlier, which was really, you know, relevant, I, you know, I, let's see, are there Eric? Currently, any notable examples of affiliate marketing in Web3? That's a good one. Um, I don't know about was, it, but I would love to. I'm just you know what? There yeah. is this company that approached me not long ago who want to develop affiliate marketing into Web3 where the actual affiliates are going to have you know, their, their payment methods like really well laid out through the blockchain. But I will, can I come back and sort of send you a link on that on the Facebook? I think it's going to be, I'm going to find it. I just don't have it on the top of my head. Yes, please. We would love that. And especially being, as you are speaking, I was actually thinking about that, uh, about Max up creating this uh, area for affiliates and everyone gets their own NFT and you have to be a Max up affiliate. There you go. Get in if you have an NFT. So, We'll, we'll do another podcast just about that. <laughs> but let we me can do that, and we can we can we can build you your own like office in our metaverse where people can come and sort of talk to you. Even you know you can go in with your avatar and talk to them about how to become affiliates and I and what that. your offers are at the moment and what's cool and what's not. That's incredible. Okay, next question: How can I invest in this? And I think by this, it's your program, Savage. Meta Savages. This is like Meta the name of the project is Meta Savages. This is this Meta is what it's called. How you could invest in this? Um, I mean, the the NFTs is going are going to be like an investment level to to our project. Uh, they are probably going to go live uh, at the end of April, where we are aiming to launch the MVP, which is going to be. The presentation hall, the the public square of the island, and the casino. These are the three things that we want to include into the MVP. So then we're going to enter the stage where we're going to be selling those NFTs in order to fund the development of our uh, the, our island further. And by the way, we have a very cool idea of how to onboard uh, people because, like, as everything, you know, mm -hmm. the users of this is are what actually provides the value to the metaverse. So the more users that you have, the more value you can create. I mean, even for an advertisement network or for something like that, you don't want to be advertising in front of five people. You want to be advertising in front of 5 million people. Absolutely. So what we're doing is all these, all these NFT projects that got rug pulled, that got cheated, or that simply did not have... A good enough utility but they made a good good work by bringing in a good community what we're gonna do is we are actually going to build mini islands for them next to our island and onboard them uh one community at a time by building their own nfts into 3d functional avatars and we're hoping to collaborate with a lot of projects that don't have the means to create a utility like the one that we are creating but just bringing them on board to what we already have and having them use the infrastructure that we are creating in terms of uh, shops and, and games and, uh, you know, casinos and like events and all that. So, so that's going to be pretty cool because we already have uh, like uh, about three letters of intent from projects like this who want to, uh, who want to come on board and become part of, uh, of the Meta Savages metaverse where they're going to have their own space and, and become a part of the whole ecosystem. That's incredible. So, yeah. That's really awesome. And thank you for getting to some of the questions. Everyone else, I promise, I will remind Todor in the next few days to check the Facebook page. 
I usually try to keep them under an hour. Uh, we've, uh, we've made a point of it, but I promise we'll have you again. Now you're live, so you have to say yes for next time we're going to have you. Yes, of course. Uh, but before you go, uh, let's say someone is, uh, I don't know, you know how people want to just get the essence of a book and they listen to those 12 minute apps. <laughs> okay. let's, let's pretend our one hour podcast, uh, you know, if we can squeeze the number one or number three ideas that we would want our viewers or listeners to take home, uh, what would those be? Well, first of all, <laughs> I'm going to go back to investing in NFTs and I'm going to say invest in NFTs, not because you're going to flip them, but because you believe in the utility that's built behind them. This is number one about mm -hmm. NFTs. Second, about the metaverse, I would say metaverses that are out there right now suck. So don't judge by what's out there and what's being called a metaverse. A lot of great things are coming into that space. Meta Savage is included. This is something that's going to be a game changer. Look for a metaverse where you can find like-minded people and you can spend more than an hour just having fun there and entertaining with uh, like-minded people. So this would be about the metaverse. And overall, about Web3. Uh, Web3 is going to change the world. This is for sure. Uh, I am 100% positive in that. Uh, I've seen so many things evolving and developing into the blockchain, uh, on, on the blockchain and like the NFT space and everything that is coming is going to be a huge revolution like like no other that we had. Like like the dot-com revolution is going to seem like, a, you know, like just a, a fine spring breezy day compared to what's coming with the Web3 and the opportunities that Web3 is going to create for people all around the world with the projects that are coming up. And it's going to change the way that the world has been ran since we know it. So this is a tech that's incredible. My advice to everybody would be get involved into Web3 as much as you can. There's a lot of information on YouTube, uh, on Spotify. There's podcasts. There's, there's a lot of information on it. Get familiar with the subject of Web3. By the way, Anna, I am. Uh, I, I decided to host like here in our studio. I decided to host like these bad Toro DGen hangouts that are gonna be focused on Web three, so people can come and present their projects. They can come and talk about it. So I'm providing like free beers and and, and free food for people that want to come and hang out and talk about like Web three. That's how excited I am about Web three. I absolutely love that. You know, Bulgaria is not too far from Romania. I might just take a, a flyover to visit. There you go. Uh, it's only 45 minutes. So I love it. You're always welcome. Thank you so much. I can't believe it's been an hour. Uh, it felt oh, like too. five wow. minutes. You are incredible. I really, really appreciate your honesty and your expertise. And I would love to have you again as everything unfolds and we learn more and more about the metaverse. We definitely need people like you that can guide us with uh, ideas and knowledge. Absolutely. I'm glad that I was here. Very grateful for you, uh, for, to you for inviting me. And I hope to see you again soon. Absolutely. We'll see you really soon. And just one more thing. If anyone yep. wants to connect with you, is it Facebook or is it Insta? What do you prefer in terms of? I am mostly on Instagram. Uh, my handle is badtoro with double R. So yeah, badtoro. Uh, you'll find me there. Instagram is where I usually hang out. So yeah, I'm uh, too old for TikTok, uh, too young for Facebook. So uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's Instagram. I am on Insta too. So we will, uh, everyone, we will uh, add the, the handle on the comments page on Facebook and YouTube. So you can just copy and find uh, our friend on Insta. And thank you again for being here. You are wonderful. And I really appreciate you. Thank you. I was glad to be here. Thanks. Thank you.